Welcome to the CobraCast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Rifty the Prez Logan and uh, my co-host Et Dog, and joining us today is the one and only Sandown Sweetheart, face of the Sandown Cobras, the Bear Trap, Matthew Jolly. Welcome. Thank you. Pleasure to be here, guys. Um, we do appreciate you taking time out of your busy, busy um, you know media schedule and. Uh, for joining us. I figured that I'd give a little bit back to the club. Well, you've taken enough, so it's only fair, I guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let's get into it. We've got a few questions for you. We know how it goes from now. So, uh, so how long have you been uh, playing football for, mate? Uh, I've been playing football for 24 years. I started off in under 10, so... Um, Quite a while. I took a couple of years off playing gridiron um, for about four to five years uh, with yourself there, Rifty. So you know how good I was at that as well. Oh, yeah, you weren't too bad, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, so 24 years playing footy, uh, under mm-hmm. 10s, you um, all the way up to under 18, you played footy? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So yeah. I started off playing for the Fountain Gate Gators. Um, and then under-16s, I played for the Hampton Park Redbacks. Um, yeah, all through my junior career. Yeah, and then so when when did you come over to Sandown? What year and sort of what age were you? It would have been about 2007. I think I was about 22 at the time. Or 23, yeah. could have been, yeah. So... 2009, but, you know, <laughs> it was 09, but either way. <laughs> Look at him trying to add a couple of years to his career. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. My stats, my stats look like I've played a lot longer than what I have, considering how much I've accomplished over my time. So if you want to make it shorter, then, you know, that just makes me look even better. Okay. Nice. Um, so you've been at the club... The same amount of time as myself. We both started, I think, the same week, in fact. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. So who, who brought you down to Sandown? Uh, that would be James the Jew Raven. Um, I played footy with him at Hampton Park since under-16s. He gave me a call up one day, I think it was the day before the game, and was like, oh, do you want to come fill out for our thirds team? And I was like, thirds? I've never heard of thirds before. But, yeah, I'll give it a crack. And I came down. And that's when I ran into you, Rifty. Um, I was a bit surprised to see you there. Um, I think I rocked up to their Dandy Dragons, uh, Southern Dragons, Southern Dragons um, yeah. ground, yeah. And I saw you. You came over and introduced yourself. 
which I already knew who you were, so I don't know why you did that. <laughs> um, and then I asked what team you were on because I was really looking forward to kicking the suitcase out of you. Yeah. Turns out you were a teammate. So, so unfortunately, you uh, haven't had that chance. Fortunately for you. Fortunately for you, but we did go head-to-head as captains one year. Um, you were the captain of the fours. I was captain of the threes. Yes. I believe yes. we won that game. So uh, I've, yeah. I do have that one up on you. Well, you know, it is what happens when you uh, get the pick of the litter, I guess. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, you were obviously came to the club just, you know, Brought down by a mate, you've ended up there for, a, you know, going on 11 years, life member now. Uh, yep. Like you said, you've been a captain of the thirds, um, possibly longest serving captain. Possibly. I don't, possibly. Look, that doesn't need to be fact-checked, but I believe that probably the most successful captain or most inspiring at least. No offence to Matt Dixon. Um, but I'd probably say that. Captain of the thirds, considering the thirds we only had about five years and you captain the final. Well, yeah. All right. We'll go with the best captain of the thirds then. We'll, we'll settle on that. There we go. All right. I, I was captain of the whole club, but hey, just, you know. <laughs> Look, this is why people call me Captain Cobra, among other nicknames that I've had over the years. And how many have you given to yourself? <laughs> Look. No, I can't keep track of where nicknames originate from at Dog. All I know is that I exemplify many of the personas that have been bestowed upon myself, whether it be from me or other people. All right. And um, one of those nicknames you tried to get to stick, but unfortunately it hasn't, is Grippo. You stole my joke. You stole my joke. <laughs> yep. Good one. <laughs> Why, why are you so passionate about getting that one to stick? Look, have you ever seen these buckets in the forward line? You know why people would call me Grippo. And then again, that's probably why it didn't stick. So. <laughs> well, all right, I think I've answered my own question. Yeah, good. Uh, so you've been there a while. What's what's been the highlight of your career at Sandown? What's that real standout moment for you? At Sandown? Playing for oh, Sandown. There's been so many. Uh, playing <laughs> down at the Snake Pit. Um, I think for me, uh, playing as a fullback uh, in my first season, um, considering that we uh, played finals that year, um, I ended up getting the runner-up BNF that year, which was a massive accomplishment because I had a couple of years off football that um, before coming back because I was playing gridiron with yourself. Um, so that was a massive highlight. Running out as the thirds captain um, on grand final day. Unfortunately, we didn't win that day, but that's something that I'll always cherish. The day that I um, got my 150 games, that was huge. Uh, that one, we that was the only game I think we won that year against Dandenong. Um, also did my knee as well in the last quarter. So, um, But we managed to sneak away with win, I think, by about seven points. Um, but the biggest standout for me would have been the uh, day that I was able to run out with uh, 22 of my best mates um, after my father had passed away. 
um, and wear a black armband and dedicate that game to him. Uh, footy was a big part of our lives, so it was uh, it was really special to spend that time, especially with my closest mates. Yeah, no, there's some some great moments there, and I think it's pretty um, evident that when you've played at a club for so long, there's there's a lot of great moments to be shared with teammates and mates, and um, you know some of those things that you sort of take for granted at the time. When you do look back on it, you like it. It is pretty special to be able to do those things with a, you know, blokes that a few years early you barely even knew and they become your best mates by playing football together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know that day your one fiftieth led into a big, uh, big night that night. Um, we, I think <sighs> it was a trivia night or something we had that night. It, it was, was quite, a trivia night. Yeah, quite a big right. one. Yeah. Um, but what would what would be the favourite off field function or? I don't know, Rifty. There's been so many at Sandown. Um, we do like to get up to good fun, um, given the fact that we have so many like box parties, weddings, birthdays, um, footy trips is always a highlight. So um, probably the most recent one that I can actually recall would be our last one where we went on a uh, two-day cruise from Mel- uh, from Sydney to Melbourne um, where it was great fun. Um, I think uh, one of the boys, yourself there, Rifty, had their nice dress shoes ruined and you weren't able to attend dinner that night because uh, someone had... Yeah, I had to borrow some shoes to make it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, calling Air Max's <laughs> dress shoes is pretty extreme, but I agree with it. So, and yeah, we've discussed you know, about not bringing that, that up on this. They were program. for my formal wear, and <laughs> we were trying to go to fine dining, and they weren't going to let me in in my thong. Yeah, and, well, um, especially if you were going to be wearing the shoes that uh, had been destroyed, you would have been squeaking into yeah. the restaurant that night. That would have smelt a little too. So. And the thing is, it was still a bit more hygienic than what's been going on in cruise ships in the last three months. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. Well, that you know, that's really nice of the person to disinfect um, Rifty's shoes. Yes. Um, they were clean. Night. Yeah, so, they were cleaned up. So. Sterile. Sterile, we'll say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you were... Um, You've organised so many great nights yourself and yeah. trips. Is that something you enjoy doing? And, you know, is that the highlight of your year going on a footy trip? Or oh, look, look, I don't mind it. Um, I think you know it's important that things are organised right, and I probably don't trust anyone else other than myself. Um, Dicko's done a really great job over the last few years. Um, but I think um, I've just been able to drive that price just that little bit further down for everyone and just try and try and do some things a little bit different. I wasn't going to go um, last year, but since it was a cruise, I thought may as well. You are, uh, did also implement a thing called peasant fees, which for a few yeah. people might may not know actually helped me get on footy trip this year, mate. Yeah, absolutely. So peasant fees was a big thing that I'd invented um, for this year's footy trip and it consisted of, um, I, 
I guess, monthly instalments that people need to put towards um, their footy trip. And if they failed to pay by a certain date, then they would be deducted a peasant fee, which they'd have to pay a little bit extra. Um, and that really helped top up our fine tin as well. So very successful yeah. initiative. So it's safe to say that, you know, even with isolation, it, you've always brought your work home with you. So it, it hasn't made much difference to you implementing, you know, late fees or peasant fees, as you would call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've yeah. enjoyed bringing your, your work home with you. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Absolutely. Um, but at the end of the day, like, if, you, if you're going to organise it, you've got to rely on blokes to make sure they do stuff on time and they don't, then they should pay a fee for it. Yeah. And, it, you know, it helped everyone else out who did do the right thing. So uh, and it was I a great, will keep doing that. But I don't it was think, a great uh, trip. I'm glad it was a great trip. I don't, don't know whether or not I'll get much interest on going on a cruise this year. No, I think cruises, cruises are, uh, yeah. Probably get some cheap rates though for them. Yeah, it'd be a real cheap footy trip, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, we might not get back on land. We might be stuck out there for a while. <laughs> All right, moving on. So, obviously, again, you've played 11 years at Sandown. You've played alongside many great teammates. But who's the standout? Who's the best player you've played alongside or seen at the club? Best player talent-wise uh, would... I don't know. Look, for me, it's always been Jesse Mack. He's always just been the hardest ball getter at it. Like, you know, I think there was a few years there where the club was quite successful and, you know, unfortunately I was overlooked uh, to play in the senior team. So um, I probably haven't played with as much um, people as what other people have. Um, but certainly in my time and the players that I've run out alongside with, Jesse Mack would be my number one. Yep, definitely. It's a pretty common answer among our guests. So. Uh, you have any pre-game superstitions, mate? Pre-game superstitions? Look, I don't really have too many now. Um, I used to relace my boots before every game um, a long time ago. I don't really do that anymore. Um, probably, you know, just the the obvious ones where I might just have pasta the night before a game um, would be as about as far as I go now. Has shoelaces one's a bit different? That that was a long time ago, yeah. But I just, I, for some reason, I just relaced my boots because I don't know they'd just be tighter that way as well. So, so like, give them a clean and relace. On a Friday no, so much night, clean. Or? I would just no, no. I'd take my laces out, and then on the um, Saturday morning, I would relace my boots while they're on my feet. Um, but as you boys know, sometimes I rock up a little bit late to games, and that's probably where that tradition had stopped. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, more than likely, mate. Uh, funniest thing that happened to you during a game? Um, for me personally, I, I look. I, I don't know. Like, I've seen a lot of games, but probably the one that sticks out the most would be I was playing one game where I was playing at full back and um, someone had a shot at goal and, and the ball's ricocheted off the, off the goal post and hit the uh, goal umpire square in the face and hit him right in the nose and he started bleeding out of his nose. And um, 
the goal umpires then signaled for, for the blood rule. So he's just stuck his arms up like that. And um, the field umpire was trying to get the game, keep going. He's trying to tell the, uh, trying to tell the goal umpire to, to flash his flag for a behind so that, so that I was able to kick out. But um, he was too worried about his blood nose at the time. So that was pretty funny. I can't blame him to be a little bit worried. Speaking of goals and goals, um, goal umpires, what player loves to celebrate a goal the most? Oh, God. Loves to play. Oh. Look, there's a few. Um, yourself there. It's Og, you definitely love the get around me kind Absolutely. of uh, fist pump. Full um, form, I'm the one that does everything here and there. You, you do kick a fair few, so um, I'll give you that. For me, I myself, I don't tend to kick that many goals. So when I do, I, I tend to try and make it as about me as possible. So certainly there's been a few where I've put one through and then I've just turned to the crowd and just given the big number 70 <laughs> on the back to just, just letting them know who slotted that one. Uh, there was a game, I'm pretty sure you get, what was it, one goal, five, I recall? One goal, six, maybe? I don't recall, I don't recall that. What, what game was that one, mate? against Doveton a couple of years back. I think, I think you got your, your behinds and your goals on the wrong way there, <laughs> mate. Yeah, whatever you say, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, which teammate at the moment, mate, do you reckon would be loving isolation and which one would be hating it with a passion? Oh, that's a good question. Um, who'd be loving isolation? Uh, I don't know. Joshy would probably be loving isolation at the moment, given the fact that there won't be that many blokes there to make fun of all the stuff, stupid stuff that he does. Um, You'd think that, it. but we've still managed to do that over this. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, who would be hating isolation right now? Look, I don't know. I can tell you right now I'm hating isolation right now. It's, it has been a struggle, but I have been getting very good at cooking and domestic duties and certainly learning new skills um, during this isolation period. It's not a bad thing to be doing during this period. Um, which teammate do you think would make the best reality TV and why? Other than myself, um, Chipper is such a loose unit that I would tune in every night just to, just to see what mayhem that guy has caused. So The only problem is yeah. that it'd have to be a very late time slot for Chipper's antics. It would definitely be a late time slot. Um, would still be very interesting yeah. doing, though, I think. I feel like uh, a few complaints would probably come against the TV <laughs> yeah, station bearing that be. type of uh, content. Certainly the advisory board would get a lot of business. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, AFL team, who do you go for? Uh, I'm a Saints supporter. Actually, a lot of people don't know this about me, but in my early years, I was a Brisbane Bears supporter. Um, uh, what? Any reason why you made the switch? Or 
No, not really. Like I, I changed to the Saints probably after. Um, oh, well, actually, I changed to the Saints before um, the Brisbane Bears merged with uh, Fitzroy. So I don't know. I just any like any colours. Any reason you were chose the Bears in the first place? Being that I don't you know. are from Melbourne, maybe I've. I don't know. Maybe I've just got an affinity with bears. Me being the bear trap and the bears are maybe related. Who knows? It was meant to be. Who would know that the little boy that grew up following the bears would become the bear trap that he is today? It was, right, who's, it was in the stars. It was in yeah, the stars. For sure. And uh, so who's the, the favourite player of all time, AFL? It's a big toss-up. Uh, to you know, it's a three-way between uh, Nick Rewalt, Robert Harvey, and Tony Plugger Lockett. Like it's huge, but probably I probably appreciated football the most during Nick Rewalt's reign, um, and he would be my number one. So, um, so no, no Brisbane Bear players snuck into your top three. Unfortunately, not. No, so no. Do, I'm big, do you remember big, any? Big, big fan of the old. Uh, Nick Rewalt, so... Oh, yeah, he was... Just want to go you know, really? back to your Bears uh, thing for a minute, Joey. Who, who, yeah, which mate. Bears do you reckon fell harder? The Brisbane Bears or the Bear Trap on pre-season footy camp? <laughs> no, no comment, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Not very often do I uh, someone get you speechless. No, that's, that's true, mate. So... All right, so... My life, I'd rather look past, yep. You uh, mentioned that you played gridiron. Is have you played any other sports besides gridiron and football? Um, I did a bit of amateur boxing. Um, I took that up as, I guess, probably something in off season during football. I was never into cricket, um, only because I'm a little bit of a burner, so I don't like the sun, um, and. So I remember I was reading an article and um, it said, you know, the two fittest athletes on the planet is either a ballerina or a boxer. And I thought, I don't know how I'd go in leotard. So I decided so you, to take up boxing. When you couldn't find a leotard that fit, you took up the boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've squeezed into some pretty tight compression wear before. Uh, Southern Dragons rings a bell for one of them. It, it certainly would, mate. Yeah, yeah. All right, so who would be the all-time great sporting hero across all codes? Across all sports. Oh, across all sports. Um, look, for me, outside of foot, football, like I'm a big fan of Danny Green. Um, I followed his career quite closely, um, but I only followed his career because I was such a fan of Costa Zoo. So I remember going to one of his fights um, and Danny Green was an undercard um, in Costa Zoo's uh, match against Jesse James Leha. Um, and I followed him from there because that's when Costa had finished. But if I'm really going back, Costa Zoo would be my favourite um, athlete. Nice. And uh, so what would be the sporting event you'd love to go to? What's that pinnacle? Super Bowl um, would just be insane. So, yeah, yeah, Super Bowl for me would be be the absolute pinnacle to, to be able to watch. Watch the My Beloved Dolphins win one would be amazing. Yep. Still the only perfect team, so you say what you want now. 
you'll have plenty of time to save up for that trip. <laughs> I yeah. guess so it could be a while before they're there. We'll, we'll, we'll just see what happens this draft, mate. So <laughs> you say that every draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. All right. So if you, uh, I've got a little scenario for you. If it was uh, yeah. three quarter time and the the team needs a lift. Yeah. And you're, you've lost your voice because you've already been giving the boys a rev up yourself. So yeah, right. unfortunately, you can't deliver the, the motivation they need. Yeah. Who, who would you call upon? And it could be real, a real coach you've had, a coach of an AFL or any other code, but, or it could be fictional, a movie coach or movie coach. whatever. Fictional? Who would you call upon? Oh, you know, Al Pacino from um, Any Given Sunday. So, you know, he would obviously give a good uh, good three-quarter time speech. And that, uh, another fictional line with Denzel Washington from Remember the Titans, you know, one of my favourite movies. So um, he could give quite the good rep up. But really, I think it would just come back to me once that three-quarter time siren would go. Um, I've lost my voice. So I think people would just pull the inspiration off when I'd take that big QB keep out of the centre bounce third quarter and launch it down to... It's all got full forward, so that's where it'd be at. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of, you said, mentioned a few movies in that last question. If a yeah. movie based on your life, who would want? Who would you want to play you? Who would I want to play me? You um, can't say yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I've I've had a few doppelgangers over the years. Um, you know, I think Dave Hughes has been one. Jack Black has been a very popular one. Uh, more recently, Chris Pratt, which I'm pretty proud about. Unfortunately, that was more referenced around parks and recreation than what he's doing now. But I'll still take it. So I'll, I'll go with Chris Pratt. Well, lovely answer. Now, I think we all know the answer to the next question. But do you have any guilty pleasure TV show or movie? <laughs> Oh, you know, I just like shows in general. Um, you know, like a good doco is usually what I would go for. Uh, I think you're lying, mate. So tell the viewers uh, the honest truth. Thank you. All right, I'm a bit of a reality TV buff. So um, big fan of maths, uh, The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Love Island. You've been known to tell, Give me any of those all you've over. Been, you've been known to tell coaches uh, it's time to get off the track because you need to get home to watch <laughs> the shows. Yeah. Oh, what are they thinking? Right? Most blokes just want to get off the track for a beer, not you, mate. No, mate. I'm going to get home, watch, watch maps, see what's going on. So, I'll tell you what. Did you boys watch it this year? Insane. No. I've never watched a single episode. I can say you, don't know, you don't know what you're missing. My knowledge of maths comes from you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, speaking of guilty pleasures, do you have any uh, guilty pleasure like music genres or a certain band or a certain song even that gets you going that you don't want anybody to know about? <sighs> that we're now mm. going to tell everybody? It's just a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a private but conversation. I don't want anyone to know, so do you want me to... Just... Yeah, because it's a private <laughs> conversation. Rift has stopped recording. This is just oh, talking. Oh, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. No, no, but seriously, no, not not really. Like, for me, like, I don't know. I'm a big rock fan. Um, definitely, like, 
you know, now I really enjoy indie rock, but one of my favourite bands would be The Offspring. Unfortunately, I had tickets. I would have been going this week to see them um, was when it was scheduled. Unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, it's, I received an update to say it's been rescheduled next year, which is fair enough. So, But I'm really looking forward to going to that. So I'm sure... I'm sure waiting another 12 months might make you just more keen to go see. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, do you have any secret talents that you'd like to share with us that we may not know about? Oh, secret talents. That's a tough one. Um, look, I can do the phonetic alphabet in under six seconds, and I don't think any of you boys know that. We've got six seconds, mate, so give us a crack. All right, you ready? Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Fox, Rock, Golf, Adelman, Julia, Killing, Martin, Fabulous, Popping, Back, Wherever, Sarah, Tango, Uniform, Victor, Whisker, Shanky, Zulu. Oh, jeez. I wasn't quite yeah. counting, but either way, yeah. it was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I used to be in the cadets and um, in the army cadets, and I used to be in the signals, which was... Uh, the radio, um, and to use all like call signs and stuff like that. So I knew the phonetic alphabet quite well. So has it come in handy to impress the ladies or anything like that? Oh, I think so. I think, yeah, I think the right lady will come along and be quite impressed with my ability of my knowledge of the phonetic alphabet. Um, certainly helps when you call up a call centre or something and you're trying to spell, just drop the phonetic alphabet. So... It's a life skill. You could have said so. You can do it in under 15 seconds. I still would have been impressed. Uh, six seconds is my record. Uh, what's the first thing you'll be doing once self-isolation is finished, mate? Oh, mate and you I'll no be... longer need to be self-distancing from anybody. Oh, I'll be hitting up you boys. We're, we're going out somewhere. We're definitely going to be a few drinks and a kick of the footy. It's absolutely what I'm hanging for right now. Seems to be a common answer that we've spoken to a few boys about. Oh, really? Well, in that case, um... <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't interviewed him yet. It's just what we've spoken oh, about the bikes. Oh, oh, you're just anticipating it, All right? Fair enough. Oh no, we've just spoken to bikes before we started recording this stuff. Right. So obviously, you can't have a kick of the footy and can't have a beer with the mates. Mm. What are three things that you currently have during isolation that you'd be absolutely lost without? Um, Ricky Logan's Netflix account. <laughs> uh, a solid internet connection. And, uh, and my hand lotion. Because we all know how well I like to keep my hands soft. Definitely. It's... It's something you always like to mention to people, how soft your hands are. <laughs> I've got hands of a surgeon. Yes. You boys know that. And that's why you won't change your own light bulb. Correct. It's <laughs> peasant's work. Peasant's work. <laughs> All right. So now that we've, uh, you've mentioned that you've got access to my Netflix account. <laughs> yeah. And um, so have you watched uh, Tiger King on there? I have. I thoroughly enjoyed Tiger King, yeah. All right. So the hardest hitting question of the, the day is, did Carol yeah. Baskin kill her husband? Oh, easily. Hands down. <laughs> Fed him to the Tigers. Yep. No ifs, 
No yeah. doubts about it. No doubt. No doubt. Guilty. 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 Let Joe, Joe Exotic out. <laughs> you should be a free man. Free Joe Exotic. This, like, where's Bob Dylan doing a song about freeing Joe Exotic? Did one for the hurricane. <laughs> why not Joe Exotic? I don't know if uh, Bob Dylan's the right sound for Joe Exotic. <laughs> well, all right. There's, we'll maybe get there's some... Nicole Kidman's husband. Oh, yeah. Keith, face. yeah. Keith Urban. That's Keith probably more down. Right Let's get Keith Urban out. Just, we'll just get um, Joe Exotic's ghost singer to sing a song for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either or. Well, uh, thank you for your time. We appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it, Yeah, well, um, the pleasure is all yours. Sure. Always is. Always is, <laughs> yep. but yes. Um, and thank you for watching. This has been another episode of the CobraCast with the Prez and VP. Uh, thanks to our guest, Matt Jolly, the Bear Trap, Sandown <coughs> Sweetheart, Grippo. Um, Captain Cobra. Captain Cobra, longer serving. Plugger. <laughs> Plugger. Oh. And the, the Rock of Joel Brota. <laughs> Any others you want to make up for us, right? I'm now? not making these up, mate. These are my nicknames. That you've given yourself. Help. No, uh, they've been bestowed upon me. Thanks again for joining us and just remember that nothing's better than playing at home. Beautiful. Thanks guys. Thanks, Thanks. Joel. It's somebody to talk to. Why not contact new life psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of the Towards Zero's TAC campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for information because zero is the only acceptable number.